0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Gelman Report. Joining me in today's episode is my dear friend and basketball enthusiast, Abe Bihar. And in today's episode, we're going to be giving our thoughts about game two of the NBA finals. Before we get involved, Abe, I just want to thank you for joining us. Um, always an honor to have you on the show. Is there anything you want to, anyone you want to shout out before we get into it?
1: Yeah, shout out Ben Winters. He's my boy.
0: Shout <laughs> out Ben Winters. Yes. Um, okay, so let's just hop right into it. Uh, the NBA Finals Game One, the Nuggets defeated the Miami Heat, um, but the Heat came back in Game Two, defeating the the Nuggets and taking home court advantage. And this was actually a big loss for the Nuggets, as as now the as now the Heat have home court advantage. And this was the first home loss for the, for the Denver Nuggets in this postseason. Um, it was a big win for the Heat, as at one point they were down 15 points, but came back and ended up winning a close one. And uh, let's talk about some of the, the star players here. Obviously, Jimmy Butler had 21 points and nine assists. Um, Bam Adebayo, 21 points, nine rebounds, four assists, and two blocks. He's kind of the Swiss army knife for this Heat team doing everything, especially now in this series. Um, I see him do a lot of extra on the offensive side of the ball with you know Jimmy Butler getting the tight cover um, with Aaron Gordon. Uh, Bam Adebayo has to pick up some of the offensive load uh, for this Heat team. And the biggest bright spot for this Heat team was Gabe Vincent leading the team with 23 points and four from six from the three and then for the nuggets you had Jamal Murray with 18 points shooting 3 for 8 from the 3 and then really the only the only really big bright spot from this nuggets team was Nikola Jokic who had 41 points 11 rebounds and four assists the other three starters for the nuggets had Aaron Gordon had 12 points Michael Porter Jr had five points KCP had six points uh, both of them shooting 25% from the field and only hitting one the opponent each so overall not a great performance from the from the nuggets and a great all-around performance from the the heat and their and their um and their supporting cast so just like for first off what after watching this game during the game after what 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 were some of your thoughts Abe? um
1: i love <clears throat> the miami heat. i i like i i think they're they're just such a Cool team to see in the playoffs because they're an eight seed. They don't really have a super team. They're they're just a bunch of forgotten toys. Jimmy Butler and Bam, and uh, all of them just have this like hard, rugged um, backstory. And um, I, I I thought I think the Heat's run has been just out of this world, but I just don't see them beating the Nuggets. And I think this game was just a bump in the road for the Nuggets. And the Nuggets are going to, are going to win in, in six. I, I I don't see a world where it goes seven. And, and the reason is, is that if you look at the game, the Nuggets only lost by three points. So you look at the heat, they put together this incredible, incredible performance the Nuggets were not playing at their best. The Nuggets, it's a very interesting record. They're zero and like four when Jokic scores forty points or more.
0: Yeah, zero and three when he scores uh, forty oh, forty plus. Yeah. So, this so this postseason, this postseason,
1: postseason. So what happened was was that Jokic kind of turned into a scorer, which was which was, like, what they had to do because it seemed like everyone was kind of going through a slump and they thought they had a chance to win the game and Jokic was, you know, on fire. So he kind of went through this mode where he was kind of, like, all-scorer, all-only scoring. And that's not the best Nuggets. The yeah. Nuggets at their best is when Jokic has 20, 20, and 20. Like, that's the Nuggets at their best. And and I don't see Jokic going for 40 anymore. Like, I don't see that happening, like, for the rest of of the, of the finals. Like, he might. But I see the Nuggets going back to their usual game plan, which is we're going to share the ball around. We're going to play this incredible ballet of basketball. And and I just don't see the heat combating that because I don't see Bam averaging 21 points a game in this series. Bam needed to do that last series, and they got lucky, and they were able to beat the Celtics. But Bam didn't. He didn't average 21. He averaged like maybe 16, 17. He wasn't averaging Yeah, but I
0: mean mean. It- Bam, the pat, the first game had twenty six points, and now you had twenty one, um, and it's not just Bam. you know, I, I'm going to get into it, but two games in a row in the finals. Not saying that's, I don't, think, I don't think that's a fluke. I don't, I don't. Again, I don't know if he can average twenty points a game, but if he can get, if he can, if he can have two more games Bam, with Bam twenty plus 20. points.
1: Bam, Bam had twenty six, but Jimmy had thirteen, so. I think that and I oh, think that so
0: and then but I, now I, Jimmy had 20 Jimmy had 21 and bam had 21 and they won.
1: Yeah, but I think that I think that when Jimmy when Jimmy Jimmy like is scoring like I think bam had 26 because Jimmy had 13. You know what I mean? And 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 yet so mm. so I think that I think that it the I just don't think bam's scoring is consistent enough and I and I also don't cuz cuz I think that I think that in game three and four, um, Bam... Bam, Bam is the key. Bam is the key to the series because it seems like always with Miami, there's always going to be a, a, a role player that's going to step up. And Jimmy typically isn't going to score 13. He's going to score 20 or more. Um, and the it, postseason average like 30. So, um, um, like, Jimmy and an a, and, and a ex-role player aren't the problem. I think Bam obviously is, like, the key to this series. And I just it's tough because the, the nuggets are just bigger and they just have so many more like players at their disposal. And I think they play Miami heat basketball better than the Miami heat because their point guard is Jokic. Like that, that's just like, that's, that's just such, it's just like, I just don't see a world where like you can beat Jokic because Jokic is just so large that you just need somebody who's as big as Jokic to, 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 to guard him, and if the Heat are able to make Jokic a score and like stop him from passing, like Jokic's, I think Jokic's biggest thing is that you have to stop him from being a facilitator. If you can stop him from being a facilitator, then I think you've won.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, if Miami Heat can find a way to do that, then then terrific. But they're just too, they're too small. Like just other the other the Nuggets are so tall; they're like the yeah. they're like the Bucks of the West. And the problem is is that they're the Bucks of the West, and their best player. Is the center, not not the forward, like
0: yeah.
1: he were able to beat the Bucks because Brook Lopez, while good, isn't the star of that team. It was Giannis, so that's more help defense. You're able to get there when a center is the best player of the team. It's just such a it's such a disadvantage because Bam's only six
0: Yeah, first for me when I think about this game, I think about it kind of in two sides. Two different, you know, there's a point of view looking at it from the Nuggets, and then a the point of view looking at the Heat. For the Heat, I think the re- the reason they won this game is I want to I'm going to piggyback on what you said, but also just overall their defense. Um, they yes, they made Jokic into a scorer. They're, you know, they're now the Nuggets are zero three when Jokic scores forty plus. He only had four assists this game, but they also shut down the other offensive weapons for. um for the Nuggets. Jamal Murray had 18 points, three from eight from the three, but he had two threes really late in the game. And for a majority of the game, he really was not doing anything. And so they basically took him out of the game. And then you look at Michael Porter Jr. and and KCP combined for 11 points, both you know shooting 25% from the field. They're, the perimeter defense from the Heat, this in game two, was some of the best I've seen in this playoffs. And then Aaron Gordon, had you know twelve points, but he looked really indecisive and uneasy with the ball in his hands. Especially when it came to the offensive side of the ball, most of his points came off cuts and lobs, which is where he gets a lot of his a lot of his uh, damage on the offensive side of the ball. But when he gets the ball in the perimeter, mid range, three point, the, the Heat did a really good job of of making him feel in, like an awkward position, and, and he didn't really know what to do. And I saw this a little bit in the Lakers series that the Lakers w- w- uh, were able to do that with um, Aaron Gordon and basically take him out of the offense entirety, um, entirely. And so I just think it, a lot of props to the Nuggets defense. Um, uh, to Not to the Nuggets defense, excuse me, to the Heat defense. Um, obviously, they let up 41 points from Jokic, which isn't ideal. But for the rest of the starters, they really – I think that out. was I think that was
1: strategic. I think that actually yeah, was,
0: I think, I think that was actually strategic. Yeah, not, no, but and, and it flows into what you were saying before about, you know, when you shut down the other guys, then you make Jokic into a scorer and not a facilitator. And so um, you know, when you look at, at some of the some of the big wins um that the Nuggets have had, not necessarily large margins, but close games or um like most of the lake all for the Lakers game and a lot of the and a lot of the the Sun series. Um, You had Jokic with 22, 25, Jamal Murray, especially in the Lakers series, series had multiple games of 30-plus points. But then you had a lot of the the supporting cast. There was a few games where Bruce Brown had 15-plus points. Michael Porter Jr. had a few games with 20-plus points. KCP uh, in the Lakers series was shooting over 50% from three. So when those guys are hot and Jokic can act as a facilitator, that – Opens up the Nuggets' offense and really causes the opposing team to struggle. So the Heat did a really good job of closing that down, especially when it came to the perimeter. The Nuggets, uh, their their shooters, did really struggled from the three point line. So really shutting down the three point line and and causing Jokic to to do a lot of the scoring himself um, really, um, really what's it called? Um, Really, really shut the Nuggets down and, and led to this Heat win. And I think for me. I've watched a lot of the Nuggets series. I watched all four of the Lakers game. I watched most of the Suns series. Um, And for me, even when the Nuggets lose or even when they're not doing great, you know, um, when they're down heavy um, to the the Lakers in the middle of these games, they look like they're the best team in basketball. And I think I've spoken to you about this before. They can win any single way they want to win. They want to go big, they can go big. They want to go small, they can go small. They want to just play regular, they could they could do that also. And for me, they've looked like the best. Every single game they played, even the games they've lost, they've looked like the better team in every single one of those games. In the second half of game two, they looked like the worst team. It looked like the Heat were better than them. The Heat were hitting the bigger shot. The Heat were playing more consistent defense. They were hustling. They were getting offensive rebounds. They were getting they they were getting steals, loose balls. They looked like they were the better team in the second half. And I think you know it's kind of what um, you know. Post game, uh, the head coach for the Nuggets, Mike, Michael Malone, said he he just would he was really he was disappointed in their whatever you want effort, hard, um, which is something you not you don't really see from the Nuggets, especially this year's playoffs. You see them diving for loose balls, hustling, offensive rebounding, especially the um, the guards uh, crashing the 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 glass. Um, but this second half, you didn't see it. So obviously props to the heat for uh, playing a great game and especially in the second half but i think that's something the nuggets need to focus on um you know effort and um heart if they want to b- b- win this uh, game because again and i i think this is a big reason why the heat are here and you mentioned it before it's because of their culture this isn't like the young milwaukee bucks like they're not young but this isn't the kind of milwaukee bucks or or yeah, this isn't the New York Knicks, like the 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 Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle led team. This is this is the Miami Heat. Oh, wait, well, I'm sorry. I mixed that up. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, for the Nuggets. The Nuggets, this isn't the young Timberwolves, and this isn't the the Suns that only have two guys, and the Lakers who who are pretty old, being led by 40 year old LeBron James. This is the Heat. They have the best culture in the NBA. They have the most heart. They have the most hustle. Um, They have one of the best coaches ever. They have one of the most unselfish superstars to ever play in the NBA in Jimmy Butler. So they can't just be going around this game kind of not putting in the effort and not putting in the heart. If they do that, they will get outplayed and they will lose this series and they should win this series. So for game three, that's something that the Nuggets really need to focus on. And then when it comes to the Heat. You know, Jimmy Butler did not, was not having a good game. He hit some big shots. He hit a three in the corner. He had an add one um, late in the fourth quarter. Bam out of bio, as I mentioned, picked up a lot of the slack when it came um, offensively and gave Bitset his second game in a row, 20-plus points, um, has a combined nine three-pointers in this year's NBA Finals in these two games. So he's definitely um, carrying a lot of the offensive load for this Heat team. But I want to give a big shout-out to Duncan Robinson I don't know if you're watching this game or not. I know you had you're a little bit busy, but there was at one point in the game, and I think this was the turning point. The Nuggets were down, the Heat were down eight points. It was 75 to 83 in the fourth quarter. Duncan Robinson got subbed in. He, sc- he scored 10 points in the fourth quarter in about a two to three minute span. And from it went from them being down eight points to then being up three points. And that was the big, I think the big turning point in the game. It gave him the confidence to play heavy, not heavy minutes, but solid minutes for kind of the rest of the game. And it gave the whole team confidence from being down eight to being up three in the NBA finals against arguably the best team. I think maybe the best team, one of the best structured teams ever, but definitely the best team in the NBA gave the team the confidence. And then they ended up uh, pulling away and, and, and winning. Um, so big shout out to Duncan Robinson and also a big shout out to Kevin Love, who was not great offensively. Um, he ended up getting the start this game because Caleb Martin was um, under the weather with an illness, Uh, but he started this game and he wasn't great offensively, but he's a veteran. He sets the tone. He had a few nice outlet passes that led to easy buckets for the heat. Um, And also he's a center who can rebound play. Okay. Defense and can spread the floor, which I think is important for this heat team. um, Because Bam Adebayo is not really a a floor stretcher. Um, Yeah. So he could spread the floor and he shot two, six uh from three pointers which are you know valuable valuable points valuable minutes for this heat team um yeah so i think that i think again you know that's kind of been the 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 story for this heat the whole game the whole year which has kind of been their undrafted players their their you know their veterans kyle lowry kevin love um those guys and, and you know they're so what's called what's the word short-handed because they have two of their guards not playing in Victor Lee Depot and Tyler Hero. Um, and so, you know, getting solid minutes from veterans and undrafted guys really really is helping them in this playoff run. Um so is there any, any anything you want to say uh, from the Heat's point of view, you know, you spoke a lot about the Nuggets, but I don't know.
1: Uh, well, I I have a question. Do you do you see this like how how what do you what do you think the series is going to go?
0: So in the beginning when the after game one, or even before game one, I said there is no way that the Heat are going to win even a single game. You thought they were going to get swept. I thought they were going to get swept.
1: I did not think that. After you I, I saw the Nuggets, Nuggets play
0: swept. against the Lakers, who again I'm biased because I love LeBron, but I really did think that the Lakers had a really really good team, they um, had a good structure, team right? structure wise, and just they had very players deep, that were very playing. Deep good basketball and when I saw the Lakers got swept and I saw how the Nuggets were playing and I don't like I don't I don't use this word a lot I don't think anyone I think if you look about the 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 best players in the NBA none of them are unstoppable let's let you know let's talk about it Giannis he's not unstoppable he 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 can barely shoot threes and then the playoff time he really struggles uh with that Uh, Luka Doncic is unstoppable. He's kind of a one-man guy, and he's out of shape most of the time, and he can't really, he can't, he carry a team not far in the playoffs. Stephen Curry, you know, yes, he shoots a lot of threes, but he can't really play defense, and so you know, that's a big flaw in him. LeBron, he's old. Um, Also, he now has this issue with the shooting and his foot, so all these players, all the star players you want to talk about, Joel Embiid, um, doesn't really show up in playoff time. He's kind of I don't well, want to use the
1: word. He's, he's, he's always hurt. Joel yeah, he's
0: hurt. Yeah, I meaning that's also he's he's hurt. And he's soft. Durant, and Durant's older, that. but Durant, yeah, Durant. No, during, Durant when he's healthy. Durant in twenty
1: twenty-one was just oh my but god. But Durant is he's very, he's,
0: he's very brittle. Meaning he, he, he's also soft. Like you can't tough him up. Like he, he's very fragile. And so when I saw this past series, the, I think Nikola Jokic is might be. In his – which he is right now, he might be like, – he might just be unstoppable. Like, the one of the best players that I've ever seen. Because if you think about it, he could rebound, he obviously. Probably. He can facilitate. He's one of the best passers. He's the best center to pass ever. And he's the best passer in the NBA now.
1: Driva Sabonis. Adrivas Sabonis.
0: Uh, yes. Shout out to Sabonis. <laughs> but, like, yes, Nikola is, is better than him. Um, and then, obviously, he could score. He could shoot. And Also, he's not injury prone, and he's not soft. Like he doesn't, you know, if he gets into a fight, he's gonna, he's not gonna back down. He has that Serbian blood in him. Edge, uh, he's he's the edge. The, yeah, he has the edge him. He literally is, uh, and he can carry the team. He's great. He, everyone can play with him. Everyone loves playing with him. He is literally unstoppable. So when I saw that, and I said, "Wow, we have literally, like, maybe the best center." like since Shaq um, or you know Tim Duncan or well Tim Duncan's a power forward but just just one of the best centers really
1: the best center
0: since Shaq one of the best centers ever
1: who else would be there since
0: Shaq Dwight Howard was really really good but Nikola Jokic is 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 is, uh I think definitely definitely more skilled than Dwight Howard um but either way yeah
1: defensively Dwight goes
0: While are- he's not great on defense he gets away with it he could play defense he blocked up Anthony Davis in the conference finals um, and Anthony Davis's could be if he tried to be one of them he could be one of the most gifted offensive players in the NBA right now um, so when I saw Jokic play how he did and I saw Jamal Murray again like you know I, I love saying like oh, Jamal Murray is like, playing like Michael Jordan. But he literally was. Like, he was playing like Kobe Bryant, like Stephen Curry, Like, he couldn't – he was taking, like, shots that you should not take unless you're, like, in the Hall of Fame. And he was he making it. He was scoring shot, like 35 points a game in the Western Conference Finals against the Lakers, against LeBron James and Anthony Davis. So – and then I saw the rest of the team. You have Bruce Brown playing good minutes for them. KCP wasn't missing. Michael Porter Jr. was rebounding. And – you know, he had six assists one game. Like well, that came out of nowhere for Michael Porter Jr. So yeah. this team just overall was playing so good. I thought there's no way the Heat are going to win a single game. Then two days ago, the Heat they come in How to Ball Arena, they come into team. Denver because I thought, yeah, meaning we've You're so I, resilient. I guess I, yeah, I, I guess I fell into the trap that literally every single person fell into this year, saying the Heat aren't even going to. Make, maybe they won't even win a single playoff game. There are some people saying the Heat are going to get swept by Giannis and the Bucks. They ended up beating them in a the five and then beat the Knicks and then beat the, the Celtics. All this stuff. I guess I fell into that trap again. And I said, there's no way they're going to win a game. They come into Ball Arena. They come in to Denver. The Heat, I don't know if you saw this, the Heat have not, since, until yesterday or two days ago, they had not won a game in Denver since 2016. Oh, they I know. had Josh McRoberts playing on their team. Who even is that guy? Josh Emmanuel, McRoberts. Emmanuel Mudiay was the starting yeah, Emmanuel Mudiay was for the Denver. starting guards uh, for Denver. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic was on that on the Denver team before he got traded uh, to the to the Trailblazers. So I said, okay, man, there's no way. They go into the arena now. They have home court advantage going back to Miami. But Miami and now a- all they have to but now, all they have to do is just win their two games in Miami, which, you know, I have the stats here. The Heat are six and two at home, and the Nuggets are four and three away. So the Heat have the advantage when it comes to record, and they have home court advantage. They have to win their games at home, and then they, they could lose the next one at Denver, and then they could win in six. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. But there is now. What do you think it's going go to build? I think there is now a road for the Heat to win the NBA Finals as an 18 against what I think. Is maybe one of the best teams of all time.
1: What do you think? What do, do the, I? What do I think? In what games and how many games?
0: I don't know. I really only wrote a prediction down for for tomorrow's game, um, but if you put me on the spot, I don't know. I I I I can't talk myself out of of choosing the Nuggets. I just I just was gassing up Nikola Jokic like like he's Wilt Chamberlain. So I think. <laughs> um, I think the Nuggets. Oh. I, I think I think the Nuggets win in probably probably seven. Six. Yeah.
1: No, in seven. You think it's going seven?
0: I don't know. I I th- I think that stat of the um the Nuggets and their and their struggles away uh, is not something is not something that's being talked about enough. I know they won two games in L. A. Um, but I think that's a little bit. The, uh, I think the the Lakers really put in a hundred and ten effort the first two games um and and it's also a different type of atmosphere the nugget, the lakers are not well the well, the lakers do try to play a lot of like inside tough you know hustle um you know you know tough style of basketball um it didn't really work out for them and i think that tired them out but the heat have been doing that literally for 2 months now um and so i think that the 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 Heat are going to come out, and you know, really, especially at home, they're going to really challenge the, the the Nuggets, and the Nuggets aren't going to, they're not going to be at home, and you know, they're, the the Heat are going to feel more comfortable, and you know, the altitude makes a big difference. Yeah, the altitude, um, the huge
1: deal. And now
0: the altitude isn't going to be a factor for the for the for these uh, for the Heat players. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, if it goes seven games, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat um, like. Split.
1: I think they're gonna yeah,
0: split. Yeah, if they split. I think they'll split. And, so but you think they're gonna split and then the Nuggets will win the next two. The next
1: two. Yeah. Because I think they'll split and then the Nuggets are gonna win in Denver, and then the and then the Nuggets are gonna win in Miami because they're gonna want they're gonna close it out. And the reason why I, I have faith in them closing it out is because they're just such a, a well rounded team. And I also think that I, I love the Heat. And I like I, I'm very happy with this finals because I I really don't care who wins, um, which is like the first time I've been in a finals in a long time where I just don't care who wins the the series, um, but I, I think that Denver came out of the West and it, it's known that the West is much softer than the East. Like the East is always been the conference which is like stronger and tougher and it has lower scoring games and it's all about defense and the west has always been high scoring high volume very very like a lax style um and i think that denver just got a little bit of a shock by miami and i think mm-hmm. that miami i think that denver is very like by a lot better than miami like on paper for
0: sure for sure, for sure. better
1: than miami and I think the only reason Miami wins is because they're just such a resilient basketball club. Like, I watch Miami Heat games and I see them down by 10 in the fourth, down by 13, 15 in the fourth. And I know that it's going to be a close game at the end of the game. But I just know.
0: Yeah.
1: At game one. That,
0: yeah. Game one, fun, they were yeah. down
1: by 15 with like six, six minutes left, eight minutes left. And they came back. I mean, they lost the game, but they came back and yeah. made it a close game.
0: Especially nowadays. Like, I, I was watching and my family, um, they they nuggets fans and they it was like very early in the game i don't know when it was or no maybe it was when the nuggets had gone up like 15 like the heat were up 11 and then the nuggets went up 15 and they're like oh like game over blah blah like i was like this year, was like it's the heat they're not going to the heat aren't going to lose by 30 in the nba finals um it and also especially now with the three-point shooting, like, I just, I mentioned that whole, that whole little span before. They were down by eight, going up by three. Duncan Robinson and Gabe Vincent hit, combined three threes, and, and the game flips on it, you know, it flips around. I,
1: I um, don't watch, uh, like, full basketball games anymore. I really only watch the second half, maybe the fourth, because it used to be, like, the game yeah, I think. would be, like, really tight. And, like, they were very low scoring. But now, like, the game is just so, like, up and down
0: that, like, it's just too Actually, long. Actually, that's why. Now that you say that, it th- you think about it a little bit. If you think about a basketball game, especially in the playoff, the first half is, like, the regular season.
1: Yeah, it's like practice. In the second but-
0: half, the playoffs. Yeah. The the, the, the When it comes to the half- second half there's crazy adjustments and i, I was i was going to get to this the first half is basically like it's like a feel out feel out for the yeah, players yeah it's like a, it's a feel out it's a feel out for the um it's a feel out for the coaches and then second half bam the intensity goes up the adjustments start the rotation gets shorter people crowd start playing heavier it. minutes yeah the crowd gets into it you know the the nugget the the heat they played um heavy they played like um hayward Highsmith got in in the first quarter in the fir- in the first half um they had. I'm trying to think who else like Caleb Martin. Second half, they had like a tighter rotation. Caleb Martin's really
1: good. Like, yeah, good. I know, but
0: I meaning he he I mean, but he didn't play as much because he was under the weather, and so he wasn't playing so great. So I think they should cut the rotation down a little bit. Um, yeah. Also, then the veterans start playing more. Kyle Lowry played a lot of the second half. He hit two big threes for the Heat.
1: And his minutes like are very up and down, Kyle
0: Lowry. Yeah, so, so I'm he just games, saying he like he's a lot. In some games he, he doesn't. Does and for the Heat too, second half they changed. They 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 saw. It. I don't know, did you again. You weren't watching. There was Max Strus had like three threes in the first quarter, all wide open, wide open, like really oh, terrible rotations. I saw this terrible, in the highlights. Terrible, terrible, terrible rotations by the Nuggets. Like people picking up two, not switching on screens. The 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 Heat weren't even. They were setting the um like the ghost screens. They they were they would come up they and they would slip right away into the three point line. And Struess was wide open for the first quarter multiple, multiple times. And then second quarter, third quarter, and then most of the fourth quarter that you never saw that again. Like the Nuggets, you know, they dealt with that. But then again, like I keep going back to this little bit, this span um, with Duncan Robinson. He again he sets like a like a bubble type of like um invisible screen. He gets open, people leave pe- people leave him. Then two, then he sets a screen. Two people go with him, he's running to the paint. This is Duncan Robinson, and people are two people are doubling him in the paint. This is not like LeBron James or like Michael Jordan, like people who are like, they I don't, don't miss layups, so they're Duncan gonna dunk Duncan
1: Robinson in. is an incredible finisher. I have not
0: seen him miss and a layup. I'm, I'm saying so th- this is what happens. Two people I'm go with seen him, a miss and they're a layup. following him, then Gabe Vincent's open, and then they, then to recover from that, people they go and they go help with Gabe Vincent at the three-point line. Duncan Robinson slips the screen, goes into the paint, hits a layup over Jeff Green. He scores 10 straight points. Miami calls a timeout. The, uh, I mean, Nuggets are up. Nuggets call a timeout. Call a timeout. Miami's out. up by three. And then it changes. Like the rotations, but the Nuggets were terrible. And you know, big credit to Eric Spolstra, who took advantage of that and was running plays for who who's running paint plays, who's running you know, essentially layup lines for of all people, Duncan Robinson. You know, it's just then he and Eric Spolstra and just everything they do is just it's it. You don't have – it's, it's just amazing.
1: Heat The Heat um, don't work away, which means, like – which makes me know that it's going to go six. Like, it's going to be – they're going to be close games. Like, like, but the Denver – Denver's game, like, you're talking about how horrible they play defense. It's a bump in the road. They lost by three.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is going to happen again. I'm not saying – also, I know, know that Michael Malone – Michael Porter Jr. Is, has like, a, I don't even know how much, like $30-plus plus million a year to basically just shoot. He doesn't pass. Okay, to shoot and rebound. He doesn't pass. He doesn't play um, defense. But he doesn't put in really – he was the one I saw. He like put in very poor effort. And I know that Michael Malone, even though they're paying this guy $30-plus plus million a year, whatever it is, Michael Malone will bench him and put in Bruce Brown. Because Bruce Brown can shoot. He can play defense. He can play point guard. He could rebound. Yeah. And he'll get under your skin. Michael Porter is like, whatever type of... He'll shoot. He'll make, he'll make some cool threes. Like, that's it. Light skin. It's the <laughs> Yeah, it's the finals. They're not going to be messing around. And, like, they don't want to hurt Michael Porter Jr.'s feelings. Like, I know Michael Malone is a great coach. He's going to make the right adjustments. So, I'm not saying the Nuggets are... I'm not saying the Heat are going to win 4-1 now. They're going to go and win the next three games. I just think for a Nuggets team that should win the series and that should have won to yesterday's game or whatever, two days ago, should have won yesterday's game. For that to happen and to give a team like the Heat a little bit more confidence, to give a player, Jimmy That's Butler, dangerous. a little That's bit dangerous. more confidence. When Jimmy Butler had 21 points, he shot less than 50% from the field. Shot 40-something. Get... Either way, he didn't shoot great. <laughs> <laughs> but to give, but to give that team confidence, dog, a team full of working hard players, undrafted guys, chip on their shoulder, to say, "Wow, we won!" Not that we won, we won in Denver. Yeah, I say, I don't think that the Nuggets should be overlooking that. I think that's very, oh, like God. you said, I think that's dangerous, and if they don't take care of their business, um, and they that can uh, lead to them. Losing the finals, which in a series that they should win. I
1: Miami, you know, Miami had to play uh, their best basketball to beat Denver, and even then, they barely beat Denver. So I
0: disagree. Actually, I don't think that was their best basketball.
1: I think that when they have three players in twenty-point scoring, that's the best you are gonna get out of Miami. When I actually used to, Jimmy scores twenty and one more role player. That's like that's how they that's how they won their games.
0: But Jimmy also can score forty points.
1: Yeah, like he could. Oh, you mean like, like, but when Jimmy scores, I don't know. Like, I don't know when Jimmy scores forty. Like, I feel like the like like. I think it's the
0: opposite. When Jimmy scores forty points, like when Jokic scores forty points, um, obviously Jokic is a very special player. They're not going to win. But when Jimmy scores forty points, I don't think there's any way they're going to lose. lose. (laughs) And maybe right now, okay, someone's going to hear this and they're going to fact check me, and they're going to say, "Oh, the Heat have lost." you know, like x, x, games. x amount x amount of games and Jimmy scores forty points, I don't care. In the finals, if Jimmy Butler would score forty points, they're not like I, oh, okay, fine. In the bubble, Jimmy had forty points and they had lost or something. I don't know, but they I they just have the feeling. Won.
1: I don't think so. I think he had a game where he scored forty something and they, and beat they the won. Lakers. And Either and then way, listening on the radio, I just think
0: that this is not the best basketball that they played. And when you say also, I, I used to think in the beginning. That the Heat were really they were winning all these games because their three point shooting was so good. And I said, "Ah, oh, this is a fluke. There's no way they keep this up."
1: last year,
0: but then you look at it, and I saw this: two last year, the Heat were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. They were the best three point shooting team in the league with essentially the same roster. This year, they were 27th in the league in three point shooting but we're top five in how do you explain this in quality shots three uh, three pointers. That's so interesting. Um, I tell that. And so, you know, when it comes, you know, Duncan Robinson this year in the, in the regular season, his worst three point shooting year um, in his career, he had 30, 32% of his, of his threes, which is like, okay for any other player, but for him really not great this year in the playoffs, he's shooting 44% from three, which is the highest in his playoff career. So, if it's not a really a fluke, if you have the numbers to back it up, you've done it for two months in a row. So I do think that Gabe Vincent is going to continue to shoot well. I do think Duncan Robinson is going to continue to shoot well. And if, this if,
1: is if it isn't Gabe Vincent, it's Struce. and if it's not Struce, it's Caleb Martin. Like they yes, always it's Caleb Martin when he gets healthy. One of the and role players. For,
0: also, we're forgetting about someone, Tyler Hero.
1: He might come back.
0: I, before we recorded this, I, I, I was doing some of my due diligence. I looked at some of the reports. I saw um, he still has some soreness um, in his hand, and the Heat do not want to rush him back because um, they don't need him. Not, not you know, now. I saw you know you know Brian you know Brian Win R- 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 Winhorse R- on ESPN. Brian, I, I, when, I, I don't know his name exactly. Whatever Brian, Brian W. w-, w-, w- um, he said he said you that the, the the Heat have no plan to rush back. Um, rush back Tyler Hero because now instead of being in a 2-0 hole they're tied 1-1 which is a very big difference obviously Huge. and so well you know maybe maybe we'll see you know tomorrow if the so Heat tied
1: win- 1-1 going back to Miami yeah. back. so
0: again if the Heat win tomorrow then that's even more time for Tyler Hero to rest up um, but let's see if the Nuggets win and t- t- they're, t- they're up t- 2-1 t- they might t- they, t- they might bring Tyler Hero back Tyler Hero Hero will play
1: You he think you, you think the you think the Nuggets are going to bounce back and win game uh, three?
0: Yeah. So my prediction is that the Nuggets win the next game. Um, They win 107 to 101, because like I was saying, I don't like for me, at least, you know, we're, we are on a you know, we are on the basketball team together. Um, Even when you lose, even when you win a game like you come into the gym. You you do the scouting report, you know, not to disrespect the Heat, but like as the Nuggets or even with us, like no no, not that we're trying to disrespect any team, but you go into the gym, you do the scouting report, coach says you should blow the team out by thirty, you win by like fifteen, the bus ride back is like terrible, <laughs> yeah, and then you and then like you know, that's and then we then we're doing running the next day, even though we won by fifteen,
1: yeah yeah I remember those, <laughs> and
0: then the next game the next game you go out. And and then we and then the team that oh the, the team that you know it should be a close game, you know, you win by thirty because you know you're upset, like yes, you know? yeah so it's like they lost. Lost at home too. It's like you lose at, it's like you lose at home i on like on senior night. <laughs> so they're gonna be like, All right, when I like when I, we're sick of this, like Jimmy Butler's really good, but like the whole squad of you know, some of the yeah, and like, if I was the Nuggets, I'm thinking, we got the best team maybe ever, roster-wise, construction-wise. We're going to go in there, and we're going to win. I still have it being a six-point game because they're away, and the Heat, the finals for a reason, they're not just going to, like, lose by 30 points. But I think the Nuggets are, like, this is a game, game two. We should have won. We put in crap effort. You know, we didn't shoot well. We let, you know, we let the coach down. We let, you know, the big man down. We let Jokic down. So the role players, Murray, Jokic, are all going to go out there, give it their all, and they're going to win Game Three. And I think that's going to, I think that's going to, um, and then that's going to, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> I think that I mean, like, I want to say that the Nuggets are going to win Game Three, but I don't know why. I just have a feeling that that the that the Heat are going to win Game Three.
0: Yeah. Because... Now that you say that, I like imagine, like what? It's American Airlines. They play in American Airlines
1: called uh not anymore it's called um i don't know because it changed it used to be ftx and then when fdx oh, no, american under,
0: airlines is uh, i think we're the uh the the, the mavericks by either no, way it was, american, everyone... it
1: was american airlines when Dwayne wade played in miami oh it was and then ftx changed the name and then ftx went under so now it's called like kiss 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 uh, kiss me arena
0: it's a weird yeah, yeah, yeah. with the with the c the the, the the company with the c okay or c it's a weird name either but they,
1: way it's gonna be a raucous arena, and I just it's don't be think a um,
0: unreal arena. Yeah, I don't know if to the Nuggets and, and no disrespect to the Staples Center or the Crypto. Dot com arena. Arena, I don't think that that like Heat fans are crazy. People in no, Miami are crazy.
1: <laughs> you're playing. I think the, at the Staples Center is. I think the Staples Center is crazy. I think. The oh, Staples
0: that's also crazy. true. I think I know what you're gonna say. Continue. Sorry,
1: but you're not playing. The Lakers in the Staples Center. You're playing the Heat in the and in the, in whatever arena they're from. You know yeah. you're playing, no, but it's also to a different.
0: It's different in a really tough stadium. It's a different point of view, also for the fans. For the when the Lakers went back to LA, they're down two zero, and they, those are two games they should have won too. Like I don't know if yeah. you watched those. I watched it. those are like the games they should have won. They're going in one one. They 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 should not have won game two. The Heat they should not have won the game. So the fans are like, we actually have that we like.
1: I think I think the Heat will win game 3 because I think the Heat are just going to come out firing. I think they're going to have home court advantage. I think the Nuggets just aren't going to be used to playing in Miami. And it's going to be a feel-out game, just like how game 1 was a feel-out game. And then I think I think Denver's going to win game 4, and I think Denver's going to win game 5. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if they win game 6. So Mike goes 7. I think because it's a hard path to win in 6 if they if they lose. I just
0: think uh, you know for both of us, for everyone really. Unless you're a Heat or a Nuggets fan, you want the series to go seven. You want every yeah, series, want series to, go to go seven.
1: You want it to go seven.
0: You want every series to go seven. Um, I did
1: not want the Celtic series to go seven because I wanted Miami in the finals. I wanted that Okay, fine. To fine. So I'm it,
0: saying, it, it, you know, depend- if you're rooting for it, you were saying this is the first finals in a little while where you don't care who wins. So obviously you want to go to seven. You want to get mo- much intense high-level basketball as you can. So, um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll have to we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, but... You It'd know, tomorrow is, yeah, I, I, game three is a big, uh, it's a big, uh, you know, it's a big game. It really, Hopefully like, it
1: goes seven because the last, let me think, the last finals to go seven was the Cavs.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Um, that was the last finals to go to seven, 2016. Yeah, well,
0: I think, so last year it went six, the year before six. that. And six, um, who won the uh, yeah, the heat, the 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 bucks won in six, then that was the raptor. No, then it was um, LeBron won in six in the bubble, then Kawhi won in six. 2018, oh, yeah, then the Warriors won two in a row. Um, 2018, Mike, they got swept,
1: LeBron got swept in the finals,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, and
1: then, and then LeBron got gentlemen swept in the finals again. And then LeBron won the finals, and that and he won the finals in seven. And that was game 2016. Seven. And that was the last game, that was the last finals to go seven.
0: It's the, you know what they say, the best two words in sports game seven. It's the best two words in sports <laughs> yeah. it's game seven. You, we that's what we need it. We need it.
1: But I'm not gonna get my hopes up because I just don't see it going seven. Denver's too good, but it would be they're so good. But if any team can go seven, it's the that's Miami true. If there's a most any
0: team. <laughs> Yes, do if it! It's team, Miami.
1: They're just the most resilient team in basketball. And Jimmy Butler only does things the hard way. He literally lost uh, three straight games just so that he could beat the Celtics in seven. <laughs> like if that,
0: any team, any purpose. team, could go seven against. Again, I mentioned it a million times this episode. In my opinion, the best team, the best roster ever. If any team could go seven against that roster, Jimmy Butler the
1: best roster ever it's a very well best
0: rockster construction
1: that's well put together it's it's just they play good like they play team basketball they play warrior basketball that's what
0: they do they they, they have play everything the warriors they have, play. but no they're better than the warriors
1: they play how the warriors played in 2018 okay well
0: obviously the war when we're talking right. about the war, the war, that that that's a separate story because this team has one all-star and they're in the finals and their team is just so well put together. The Warriors had four all-stars. So I guess you could say their roster construction is better, but that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people, people that mesh well together. They yeah. do, they, they, they do all the right things. Meaning like they, they, they play defense. They can shoot three. They could, you know, dominate in the inside. They have veteran leadership. They have young guys, um, um, what's it called? Uh, they could play big, they could play small. Every single type of basketball you want to play, personal. they could do.
1: The, 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 what do you call it? The, um... Oh my god, what was I going to say? I had a good point. The, oh. the...
0: I had a good point also. I just remembered, you know, um, when the heat went up, when the Nuggets went up by 15, Jokic was not on the court. Um... When- so that's something that the Nuggets have really struggled with this off this postseason is when the non Jokic minutes they really struggle. Obviously Murray's on the court, so he picks up a lot of the slack. He but he, so, he they really struggle the because yeah, even when they have the good like they got have Murray. And um, Aaron Gordon. And they can really have all the starters in besides Jokic. And they can really Jeff still Green,
1: Like, epic guy. Jeff Green's epic role yeah, player. Epic they
0: still role. really struggle scoring. And even really a, a little bit defensively. But they went on this run without Jokic. Murray hit a three. Um, Brown hit a three. MPJ, KCP. Um, uh, Christian Brown, you know that guy, the Kansas dude, the young guy, um, the rookie. He had, like, I think he had nine points. He had, like, two, Two steals, three rebounds, saying, some, a couple a of assists. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying run that run is a. No pitch, not on the floor? That is a bright spot. Obviously, as a coach, you want to think about things. Yes, when you lose, you got to think, you got to look at the film and you got to see what didn't go well. And you got to make sure that doesn't happen again in the next game. But you also, as a coach, especially when it's just one or two games, the first two games in the finals, um, you have to see what does work well and what bright spots you can take from that. And so when Michael Malone looks at the, looks at the film and he says, wow, we just want to like a, they want like a 20, 20 to five run, or 26 to five run, something like that without our best player, not the, not just our best player, the best player in the NBA, not with him off the court, we did something right. We got to duplicate that. And so, yeah, if the nuggets can do that and they could have Nikola Jokic sit for a few minutes and have some nice scoring, and then they could actually put in the effort and then win the game. Then that's you know that, that's a even a bigger recipe for success, for this Nuggets team. No, but yeah, it, like you're saying, Jeff, Jeff Green is epic.
1: <laughs> Jeff Green, epic role player. <laughs> a crazy, a crazy like just like fun fact is that this Miami Heat team only has one All Star and it isn't Jimmy. It's it's Bam this year, which is just crazy. Oh, true, think about it's just crazy. Like it's just like it's just like that year when um. The Bulls won against LA in ninety-one and Scottie Pippen wasn't a listed all-star, meaning that Jordan was the only yes. all-star on that team. Um just crazy, crazy. Like, you know, Jimmy's averaging. What is he averaging, Ellie? Do you have his stats?
0: Um, yeah. Let's see. Just give me one second. Averaging uh, like the year or the playoffs? Playoffs. Let's see here.
1: 89 points a game and
0: 69.
1: No, 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 no. He's definitely averaging 30 or more. And that's this
0: just... year he's got no, it's 27. 27, 27. And... and yeah, 27. How many rebounds? Six rebounds What's... and about six assists. No, seven rebounds and six assists.
1: What's Bam averaging?
0: Is averaging.
1: Let's
0: Probably see. twenty. That'd right? be twenty. Mm. Seven, oh, Yeah, seventeen and a half.
1: Wow. I called that in the beginning. I told you. You can't he needs 17 to have it and up. A
0: half.
1: He needs to have it up. He could he just he's the he is the key. He's but if he you look is,
0: let's look at you know, if you he's look the at something X you, Factor, as we love to say in yeah, sports. He definitely is the X Factor. I think this this year, this um can we get can we get a game log? Oh no, here we go. Well, uh, let's see what we
1: have. He's the X factor, and you know why? It's because Miami's always gonna have Jimmy and and one other role player score like like you, It's like a, it's like a variable, like like role player X. Like because you could pick your poison. It would be Shrews or Vincent or or Martin or Lowry or 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 uh, Duncan Robinson. Like one of them is gonna go off, one of the five, and then uh. Wow, he's, he's actually.
0: Oh, wow. Bam. Wow. Bam's plus minus from game two was 17, plus 17. That is really good. Wow. No, just, it's... But he's been pretty consistent, Bam, this year. Um, every single game in the playoffs, he's had double digits, which he should yes, be. that's, that's, should that's, have.
1: that's, that's, that's normal.
0: Um, some games lower, 10, 11, 12, you know, 13 around here. But then most of it's like 15 plus. You got a 22 game here, a 20 game. So, you know, credit to him you know he he's definitely he's
1: trying he knows he knows that he is the X factor he definitely he
0: knows that he has to pick up a lot of the slack and you know
1: being a he's just not used to being like such a scorer he's not used yeah. to creating his own offense which i think he's definitely going to work on this offseason because i think he knows that the Miami Heat can't bring another another star even though i keep hearing this stuff about Damian Lillard
0: um no, they could bring another one
1: do they have the cap
0: I just have to give up a bunch of. Pay. They just get rid of, um, you know. They have a little bit. Uh, Kyle Lowry has a big contract, and uh, so does Tyler Hero. So they just have to get rid of some of their cap space. And uh, yeah, they can definitely get. They I meaning, do I think they're going to get Damian Lillard? That's a conversation for another podcast. But I think,
1: and I think Damian's the only star that's going to fit in that team. They need a really rugged guy, and uh, and I think Bam. I think Bam knows that they can win. As currently constructed, you know. Okay, I think. Just...
0: Oh, so I I wanted to get into that a little bit. All I know is this is a great run by the Heat, maybe the best finals run ever, just like by a like underdog type, an underdog point of view. But I think if I'm Pat Riley and I'm Eric Spoelstra, and I'm the front office, I'm not running it back.
1: No, like way. same
0: wow. same same roster. Like you need to shake it up you need to get someone else
1: but they do they immediately get tyler hero off of injury no
0: you need a none you, the tyler hero is not enough to and again yeah, uh, i am i Porter am Booneer. i am i guess you could say i am on the right now the heat kind of hate train not, not hate but like the the doubt train you cannot win an nba championship even though they might win one they only have to win three more games but in a normal world where the Heat don't do this, you cannot win an NBA championship when Tyler Hero is your second-best player. Nerd. he You cannot win an NBA championship when Tyler Hero is…
1: Second-best like scorer.
0: Second-best like scorer. Yeah, something like that.
1: Easier. You yeah. can't. The, 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 the Heat, that's the thing about the Heat is that they the don't… The only
0: person who's ever done that, something like that, is like Kawhi Leonard in recent history.
1: They don't. They don't need. They don't need. They, the only player I can see fitting on this team, like the superstar, is Damian Lillard. I don't see any other superstar.
0: Bradley no. Beal could fit.
1: No, no. too Actually, many no, touches. No, he can't. Also, too no, he's touches. not
0: better. He's essentially just a, you know, a leveled up and evolved Tyler Hero. <laughs>
1: yeah, he's just Tyler Hero, but better. Better. He's a better score well, yeah, than Tyler. I don't. Was. I don't want to get into that he's now. But like, Bobby. who?
0: Who are some of the other you know stars that can be traded this year? You know, Chris Paul's not a star, but he's, he might be moved, but they won't, he wouldn't help them. He's just he Kyle Lowry. He's just worse, Kyle Lowry. Um, also, he also
1: has a curse. He has a curse. And whatever team he's on, he's going to lose.
0: Oh, uh, that's true. You know, Damian Lillard obviously could be moved. There's no one, there aren't that many stars that are, you know, Kawhi Leonard maybe, he would fit, obviously. Um,
1: Kawhi Leonard isn't isn't what they need. They don't need a Kawhi Leonard. They need the only player I can think of is Damian Lillard because he's a point guard and he he has that heat mentality. And Damian Lillard is a very, very underrated passer. So he fits that offense. True. And it's true. that's the only, like the only other player I can think of is Jalen Brunson, but he's just not on the market anymore. But Jalen Brunson is just like the only other player that I could think of that like could fit that, that rugged heat type mentality. And uh, and that's it. But if Bam if Bam becomes a twenty point per game scorer, meaning that his his floor is twenty points, the Heat have a chance because that means that Bam isn't going off for twenty; he's going off for thirty. And then you put him with all the other guys with Victor Oladipo back, which I, I don't know Victor Oladipo. He gets he's 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 suffering too many crazy injuries. Like he ruptured his patella. He had a quad a quad problem. Like these injuries are just out of out of spectrum. Like these are hard injuries to come yeah. back from. But you have Tyler Hero. Yeah, he says
0: he's coming back. He didn't retire.
1: He, he will come back. He just won't be the same guy. Like because he's an athletic guard, you know. Like like Victor Oladipo. Actually, was- I
0: think right now after Heat. Really veering off. I just left. If the Heat were to, if he got an offer and said, "I will," t-, if the Clippers were like, we'll take Tyler Hero, and like, we'll okay, like a Paul like a first you. round pick, and we'll give you Kawhi Leonard, they would do that.
1: The, uh, would
0: they? I wouldn't. Take I think they Kawhi would. Leonard.
1: I wouldn't take him. I would try and get Paul George. Kawhi Leonard never plays.
0: Oh, but they wouldn't give Kawhi. They wouldn't give Paul George. the <laughs> I'm Coopers saying Kawhi Leonard is someone who's named when the Heat got when the Clippers got eliminated. His name was around. Oh, he might get moved. He, you know, he the Clippers are kind of sick of this. Like and then you know, there's reports mess. going out that the Heat are interested. The Heat are interested in every single superstar that's ever been. You know, on the trade block. Um, honestly, honestly,
1: Kawhi Leonard would be very interesting. Also, also, he, I think I don't I know. know what I think I think that. If he was in Miami, he would play because the Heat wouldn't take his garbage.
0: Yes, that's why. You know, I agree. Not that I like to. I'm not trying to give props to anyone else, but like Colin Coward, he had a great little segment about you know you need to give. And I, oh, this is what I wanted to mention. I earlier in the year made uh, wrote up a whole little kind of essay or you know article uh, made into a little podcast about um, the importance of culture in the NBA. You know, if you look at a lot of the young teams they are now, and I and I said it uh, and I recorded it a few days after, um, the Rockets hired Ime Udoku. And I said for the Rockets, you know, again as a as a Rockets fan, um, I said this is this is like the best move they made in years, and it seems like finally they are moving away from tanking and they are trying to build a culture, um, especially when it comes to the Rockets, where the Rockets have had a lot of ups and downs. They've had a pretty you know, they have a lot of young guys with a lot of attitude. You know, you we hear the reports about the guys don't get along with each other. They 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 fight the coach. There's players, like, throwing punches at Steven Silas this past season. Like, ridiculous <laughs> stuff, like, going on in the middle of these games. And so, Hiregiemu Udoku, who's, like, a proven, even though one year, he's proven to be a great head coach, a culture maker, and he turns guards and just players in general into Superstars. He turned Jason Tatum into Jalen Brown into arguably the best, you know, one of the best duos. A great NBA. duo.
1: Which but, this new coach is just destroyed. Yeah,
0: Joe Mazzulla, That's something else. Um, and so we see a lot of other young teams like that. You know, um uh the Kings are like that. They hired a great Kings. coach. They I hired um, the they Kings hired uh they hired Mike Brown. They, they had a they had the wor- the Kings had the worst culture for twenty years. Um, and they then they win. hired they hired Mike Brown from the Warriors, who again have probably the second best culture in the NBA after the Heat. Um, and yeah. they yeah. turned their season they turned their whole franchise around. And now, like, if they get another if they get if they get a star, if they get another like if they get a third piece, whoever that's going to be, however it comes up to them, the the Kings, Don't
1: developing guy, we they could
0: win. To they could win an NBA championship. They could because DeRozan, um, DeRozan, the Aaron is really good, and Sabonis is also really good. Um, so I just see that teams are really going towards building a strong culture, and the and then you look at the teams that don't succeed, like the Clippers. They have a culture of you could sit out games, you could basically kind of just you know play whenever you want, pick and choose, even when it comes to the playoffs. Um, not, I'm not trying to discount anyone's injuries, but, you know, it just seems that they don't have really a lot of, they don't have a serious, um, they don't have a serious, uh, what's the word ball club there. They don't, they don't have a serious franchise. Um, and that's why, they, that's why they don't succeed. Um, and you know, that gives a lot of credit to the heat, the heat, they don't let Pete players sit out. And I think that they also, don't, don't, they don't tank, they, they they don't, they never tank. That's true. Um, never take and when it comes to even even when the star players come to their um what's it called even when the star players come to their to their franchise they have a no nonsense um type vibe um you know when my when lebron came to miami they recruited him hard but they said there's gonna be no nonsense here they're coming here to win championships and that's it and you know and end up working out um and so i just sit not like big you know culture is very important in today's nba and so we got kind of on a tangent from this but yeah Kawhi leonard's kind of been past for years in a team that doesn't have not have a good culture and we saw he thrived in san antonio where they have arguably again a top rock a top culture in the nba and it is one year in toronto they have they have, oh, a a good good they have a lot of culture there they have a good culture, even uh you know with Kyle Lowry and some of the veterans they had there. so you send it to Miami? They have the best culture ever uh, He decides to uh you know play serious basketball, and they could win a championship, I think with him not that you know and they're three games away now, so we'll have to see, but just I think they they wouldn't run it back this year if the uh you know e- with e- either way either way they wouldn't he, run it back the Heat to
1: are definitely gonna they're gonna try and make a move and uh they they're, they're going to try and make a move. I just don't think they're going to be successful in making a move. I just don't think there's any stars really on the market. And uh yeah, they might move Tyler. Um uh, but but uh I just don't I just don't see the heat like be I think the Heat's best way is to just develop Bam. Like that's the because there's still so much un un like untapped potential with him.
0: Mm, I don't know. I I I will say not that there's all, all these rumors going around, but like, Oh, like Joel Embiid might be available. I think the heat would trade Bam out of bio for Joel Embiid. The heartbeat. In I heartbeat. don't
1: like, I, I love Bam out of bio as a basketball player. I don't like that. He's six, nine because he's so good, but, but just not good enough when you're going up against a huge center. Like he just, he gets rebounds and stuff, but like, the Heat are just so small. Like, they're so small. Like, they don't have a player over 6'9", besides old Kevin Love and uh, Cody Zeller. Like, like they have no other tall players. And the second tallest player on the floor is Jimmy Butler. You know, like, that's a problem.
0: I'm trying to think, like, did he always play center? Yeah. Just looking back at some of the old Heat teams, did you just always play center? Like, did there was never a there's? Did he never play played, power forward? He played forward? center in Kentucky. Yeah, college is different though.
1: And then when he got drafted, they probably put him at power forward, but he just played so good at center.
0: Yeah, he's listed as a power forward here, For which reference. is which
1: is crazy, by the way, that he's listed as a as a power forward. <laughs>
0: Nine. Wow, he's really short.
1: No, that's been my problem with the heat from the beginning. That's why I don't think they're going if, if Bam Adebayo was 6'11", maybe seven feet tall, whole different story. I think they have a chance to actually be at, of equal level with Denver. Because that's the only problem with Denver is that they, I mean, with with Miami is that they don't have the size to keep up with Denver. Oh, if, everything player. else. They have the scoring, they have the heart, they have the hustle, they have everything else. They just don't have the size. And when it comes down to it, the, the basketball hoop is 10 feet tall and the taller players just always gonna have the advantage.
0: His rookie year, he played power forward because, um, Hassan Whiteside plays center. But besides that, there, he's basically been the center on the team, um, since he was, since he was drafted.
1: Cause they liked his mobility. They like, they, yeah, they no, want-
0: he, he's a great player. Just like, yeah, he he is a little short for a center, especially nowadays. You have Jokic. uh, Think, you, you think about like also that's- you know who's a you know who's a power forward His name porzingis he's 7-3 <laughs> <laughs> like him and daniel gafford play next to each other a lot of yeah the centers these days like you know uh, with all that talk about like oh people going to play small ball you think about the centers they're they're big they're adapting
1: that's and the beat is seven foot back.
0: jokic is seven foot um He's not a center, but he's 7'3. We have Victor Wembanyama. He's 7'6", 7'6" 7'5. Uh, Anthony Davis is 6'11. Anthony Davis oh. is 6'11. Um, who else? you know, K, KD seven foot. You know, he he's a small forward. Giannis is
1: huge. Brooke Lopez is seven feet tall. Cat is seven feet tall. Rudy Gobert is seven feet tall. No, Rudy
0: Gobert is huge.
1: Walker Kessler's seven three. He's not that good yet, but he's developing. Um the 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 twin towers over in Cleveland. Uh you got oh, Jared Mopi. You have Mitchell Robertson in New York. But the thing is, is that back then, um, like when Draymond Green was like a big deal, because that was like the first real, yeah, like small the Hampton
0: ball. Five type vibe.
1: He's six seven, and that he was like the first small ball center. There were no good talented centers in that time. There were no like Joel Embiid's or Nikola Jokic's walking around. But now they exist. And the, the idea of having a small ball center is just no longer a thing. Not to mention that Bam Anabayo doesn't shoot threes. He doesn't.
0: Yeah. Oh, really dude, weird, bro. honestly, that he that he hasn't evolved into doing that.
1: He is honestly. just such a such a
0: Well, Click is a big dude.
1: Click Capella is like six eleven, I think. Oh, Nicholas
0: Claxton's also big.
1: Claxton isn't that big he's like a small ball center I think he's 6'11 but he plays um
0: Claxton
1: he's like 6'9 I think no 6'10 maybe I don't think he's that big but but uh but uh he's 6'11 another guy who's big is Laurie Markkinen he's a big stretch
0: he's a small forward isn't that crazy that he plays small forward yeah that's crazy he plays small forward yeah Nicholas Claxton is 6'11 but he weighs like 40 less pounds than uh bam he's 215 hmm that's crazy
1: but but yeah, like that 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 position that Bam Bam was just he was a rookie at the wrong time. He was a rookie when people like Draymond Green were becoming very popular and efficient. Like P- Draymond Green, See, PJ like Tucker. He, he
0: should have just he should have just evolved into a small forward.
1: No, he should have evolved into a stretch five. Or we should or a stretch
0: on. five, but a small one. But like he's still you know able oh to do that. God. He can evolve oh, into a stretch five.
1: He's a tremendous See, jump shot. He's a great mid range. You know, you could easily just take a couple steps back.
0: Like Markeith Morris is the same height as Bam Adebayo. Yeah,
1: you never realize this, and he's a great player. He gets twenty. I just years.
0: thought I was trying to think of like, oh, who are all of these? Because I the the you know who is they have you know which team has a center problem? Um, the uh, the Nuggets. Never. Oh, no, 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 the Mavericks, the Mavericks, the Mavericks. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah I, right. know. I, I guess that, huh? I guess they that. have a center problem. But even all their centers, like, are all taller than him. Dwight Powell, who I thought was like 6'7", he's 6'10". Christian oh, Wood, right. he's 6'10". Um, Davis Bertans, who is like, he plays power it's for nine. it, but he only shoots. He's 6'10". Um, JaVale McGee, 7 foot. Maxi Kleba, again, I thought he was like 6'7". He's 6'10". They have all these like power forwards who are just as tall, taller than Bam, bam and, and it's just crazy.
1: Oh, the the Heat need to. Uh, they need at least what they need is a backup center, that can oh. clean up the boards. That's what they need. Yeah, they need the
0: Heat to- need to trade for a center. From the Pistons, they have plenty of centers.
1: Really, I don't even know what's on the who's on the Pistons. Who, who's on the Pistons? Pistons. They
0: have James Wiseman. He's seven foot. Oh, Bar- that would be would... a perfect fit. A perfect fit. Marvin Bagley. He's six eleven. They have Thanks. Isaiah Stewart. He's six eight. So we don't want that. But then they have Jalen Duran, who's six ten. They would never trade for them. They would never. They, he would never give those guys up. But like they would give up James Wiseman. He's he's nothing.
1: James Wiseman would be a great fit. He's seven two humongous He's humongous shot-
0: you shooter. could shoot all that yeah
1: shooter, yeah shooter pocket what do you call it? the the I think what they would like what like would be a dream for them is that if they could like gobble up like a mitchell Robinson or a or um there's a center in in Cleveland right not not Jared or, or Evan, but isn't there another really tall guy or did they trade him um
0: yeah. Trying to he's think, good. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, I thought you were gonna say uh, Isaiah Hartenstein. He's, he's not a bad. center. He's he's, he's huge, bad. though. He's big. Yeah, he's a big seven, guy.
1: Tall, six eleven, something like
0: that. Um, the the Nuggets. I mean the 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 they have Robin Lopez. The um.
1: Oh yeah, they do have Robin Lopez. Brooke Cat Lopez.
0: Lopez. Brooke,
1: Brooke Lopez would be great. They need they need a guy that.
0: Yeah, Robin Brook Lopez is a free agent, so.
1: Yeah, but they're they're not gonna they're, they're not gonna pay the money to get him. He dropped thirty six yeah. in his last game against the
0: Heat. <laughs> uh, update right here on the government Report. This is what you get. This is the best programming you could get for sports. Tyler Hero, according to my source, has been ruled out for tomorrow's game. So no figure.
1: yeah, no yeah, no kidding.
0: Has been shut down.
1: Okay. He's not gonna play unless they go down three one. He's not. He's not gonna play. Not gonna like play. If they're, if they're,
0: yeah. if, they're I if they're yeah yeah probably.
1: If they're if they're tied two two, they're gonna they're gonna keep riding right, the wave. They lose tomorrow. If they go three two. They're gonna keep riding the wave. They're not gonna force it because they know that Tyler Hero is like their only thing. Their only it's their only. Uh, he's their only uh play. It's the only card they have left in their pocket. They they don't have any other cards to play. They can't for the offseason. They they can't. They don't they really don't they, I don't think they have the power to go out and get a Kawhi or a Damian Lillard. And um the best they could do is get like a backup center because they're not giving up BAM. And uh and and you know, Tyler Hero's development is just the only thing they have left to win a championship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Bam. I think Bam, if Bam can become a a 20-point-per-game scorer, like, it's been very hard for him to do that. But if he can become a 20-point-per-game scorer, that'd be great. That'd be just utterly fantastic.
0: All right. Before we head out, you want a prediction? Did you give a prediction for Game 3? I don't remember it. So give it again. (sighs) I don't
1: know. My gut says Miami's gonna win, but my stats. Oh yeah, no,
0: i fine. We need we need a we need a team that we need the team that's gonna win, and then we need it. We we need to score. We need to score.
1: That, it, Miami is going to win, and they're going to beat Denver ninety nine to
0: ninety eight. Ninety nine, ninety eight, Denver. Wow.
1: I think it's going to be all defense. I think it's going to be all defense. Because that's, that's really like Miami's only Book it. Like...
0: All right. We still, bo- both of us. Both of us have close games. I got 107, 108. I, I got 99, 98. Right? Nuggets also winning. We were the same? No. Uh, Miami. Oh, Miami. Sorry. Excuse me. All right. Wow. Okay. So we'll have to see who's right. We'll find out tomorrow night.
1: Give me a good game. Let's give you a good game.
0: Take on the Denver Nuggets in Miami, game three of the NBA Finals. Hopefully, be doing another one of these and talking about our thoughts on game three. But if not, Abe will be back on the podcast talking about whatever, maybe doing a little bit of fantasy draft. I got a little stuff I want to cook up. Um, but Abe will be back. All, all the all the fans Don't have to worry; he'll be back. So again, I want to thank Abe for joining us. We had a great talk today um, about basketball, a little schmooze, um, and we'll have to see whose prediction is right uh, for Game Three tomorrow. All right, thanks, thanks Abe for joining us. Thank you very much. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. And goodbye.